I think that's sometimes the big issue that a lot of creators will will find and they'll stumble over is they they might get to year one year two and not really see any results you know maybe even year three you know I didn't make any money for two three years I didn't make great money for almost eight years and I think I think I think that's what people kind of get disheartened by it the side hustlers perspective podcast is fuel for your mind and creative grind Each week, we break down the art of healthy hustling, getting out of your own way, and growing your creative business. What's going on? You're listening to episode 246 of the Side Hustlers Perspective podcast. I'm your host, Coach Scotty Russell, and my mission is to help you bet big on your creative pursuits, especially if you want to turn your side hustle into your main hustle. You can follow along with my latest art, design, and tips on mindset, motivation, and marketing on Instagram at Coach Scotty Russell and all things podcast at Side Hustlers Perspective. Two quick announcements. The first one is that this is your last chance to enroll for the Q1 three-week Side Hustlers Bootcamp, which closes tomorrow, Thursday, January 27th at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. So lock in your seat over at bootcampsidehustle.com before our first live coaching call happens this Saturday, January 29th, and then we finish strong on Friday, February 18th. So the skinny, this is a 21-day planning, strategy, and execution-based live group coaching workshop. You're going to get twice a week group coaching calls, 90 minutes each one, a guest expert call featuring my homie Steve Millar. You're going to get weekly challenging exercises, accountability threads, and so much more. Again, learn more, enroll before I close up shop tomorrow by visiting bootcampsidehustle.com. Second announcement. If you love these quarterly boot camps, you've done something before, but you want to go deeper with me, then let me put the Spring Side Hustlers Coaching Program on your radar. Round six of the 12-week coaching program officially kicks off March 14th through June 5th. It's like right around the corner. This is my flagship coaching offering where I go super deep in an intimate setting of six to 10 creatives like you. And this program is going to get you serious about defining what you want. It's going to give you the tools to get there. And it's going to help you plot a course to succeed doing it long term. Join the waitlist at SideHustlersCoaching.com to learn more and get first dibs at an early bird reduced rate before opening up to the public. Again, SideHustlersCoaching.com. Join that waitlist. Today's overview. Are you struggling to get started or take the next steps in your professional freelance pursuits? These tend to be the four biggest roadblocks holding back the sick gains that creatives like you are desiring. So number one is your systems. Number two is your processes. Number three is routines. And number four is boundaries. In my opinion, these are the behind the scenes work necessary to unlock those big breakthroughs and long-term success as a creative. And today's guest, James Martin of Made by James, is a brand by hand building juggernaut reigning in the UK. He's a wizard at showcasing his process, within his content helping him build client demand, as well as educating his hungry, massive community, which as of recording, his Instagram following is like 220,000 people. Like, that's nuts. He's also the author of his upcoming book, Your Honest Guide to Creativity and Logo Design. In today's episode, we talk shop on the business side of this game of your creative pursuits, how to avoid being stagnant and always learning, his five-step system for working with clients, a lot of gold tucked away in there, streamlining processes and setting boundaries, as well as promoting your work, logo design, and so much more. The goal of this episode is to provide you with the next steps of flipping the switch from hobbyist to professional and taking control of your business. Before we get started, today's episode is brought to you by my family over at BuzzSumo. BuzzSumo is an all-in-one content marketing tool powered by the world's largest bank of content engagement data. 
Thousands of marketers, content creators, and PRs use it to validate their content ideas and check performance across social media like Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Pinterest. Stay tuned later to how we put BuzzSumo to work to give you an example how you can leverage it, and then you can head over to buzzsumo.com slash side hustle to get your free 30-day trial. Also, if you find value in this show, please share the word with your friends, your family, your following, and it mean everything to us if you shared the show Somehow you listen to it or a screenshot, tag us over at Instagram stories as well as made by James so we can reshare the love back. As always, keep an open mind and act on anything that inspires you today. Let's go. Made by James Martin is in the house again, back again for the second time. How you doing, brother? I am super. Thank you, Scotty. I speak to you a lot at the moment, don't I? Every day. Yeah, and I'm not complaining about it. It's literally <laughs> been like every day, and I'm happy about that. It went from like not speaking for months to like let's reschedule this podcast a couple times due to unforeseen circumstances, which we'll chat about, to now it's like I get to bug you every day. Well, I get to bug you because just so for everybody's information, um, I have, Scotty is my crypto queen, I'm going to call him. Um, so I'm learning. <laughs> I'm be king at least. <laughs> okay, you can be king. You can be king. Um, so yeah, you've been um, teaching me the ways of the future, which I'm very excited about. So, But that's a totally different thing from design. But We're doing it the smart way for people out there and we'll gradually ease into NFTs. So, you know, I, I want to be able to, help people along this way because it's just a new gateway for more opportunities for us creatives and to build generational wealth. I'm just saying, but more about you. Let's just dive in and nerd out about this today. I want to get into the, the meat of this conversation, (laughs) but first let's get this out of the way. For those who may not know, give us a brief Wikipedia page summary about yourself and why people should care. And if people want like the full enchilada hot dish, of the whole bio, I got the episode, uh, the website episodes, whatever. You were back on in July fifteenth, twenty twenty, so well over a year ago, and that's where you could really go back into his story. But I want to just get into the value day, so give a brief wiki page summary and let's just dive in. Well, Wikipedia is often wrong, so I'll try not to get it wrong. So an autobiography in one sentence. Um, I am James Martin. I have a beard. I design logos. I'm from the UK. Um, I run a personal brand called Made by James and a design agency called Baby Giant Design Co. Wikipedia tick. Uh, You know, I suppose that's kind of it, isn't it? You know, I like to, you know, I'm a big, big on brand identity and I love helping other creatives. That's kind of my passion project. Um, and which I'm something I'm leaning more and more into. So it's exciting. And you have a pretty rad story, which I do suggest people going back to listen to that episode that you're originally on that I will tuck in to the show notes. But what I've really liked is how you've put serving creatives seems to be a really top priority from you from the time we connected last year. I feel like I've known you for years now. We've only known each other for the beginning of 2020. Yeah. But I really liked how you've gone even more attention and energy into just being like, how can I help my fellow creatives? You know, I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a funny old, funny old beast, our industry, isn't it? I mean, there's lots of people who share and there's lots of people that not, and there's no right or wrong way. When I was kind of growing up in the industry, you know, I didn't, to be fair, I didn't even have freaking social media. You know, when I started design, social media wasn't a, a thing. So there's this, all this technology now, which, opens up doors for conversation stuff and yeah I just kind of 
it was tough when I started and I kind of want to, you know, I think often, I know I'm rambling here, but I think often the design industry is, you know, you're either at the bottom or you're at the top, but there's such a journey that goes you know, from all the way, you know, I don't think I'm even halfway through my career yet. And I'm on year 16, 17 now. So yeah, I'm just trying to share some stuff that I've learned, you know, and if people jump on it, great. If they don't, it's not a problem, but I think it's, you know, knowledge can only be called knowledge if it's shared, I think. So um, yeah, I like doing it. I feel like we're here and why we vibe is like, feel like I'm here not only to create artwork, which I'm tapping into again, finding that artistic identity that got me here, but I feel like we're here as guides, you know, to guide people who may have been getting stuck in the spots that we were getting stuck when we were just trying to find our groove or take the next step, find the next level, be more professional with the business aspect of our creativity. Yeah. And I think that's, I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with. And to be fair, you know, I haven't got it all figured out. You haven't got it all figured out. You know, we're still we're still trying to figure it out. It's like crypto. We're still early into the game, man. And we're still super early in the game. Yeah, I mean, as I said, I, I think I've only just really found my voice and I'm on year 16, 17 now. So, you know, I've got another 20 plus years of the James that I've found, the James that I've worked very hard to become. And I'm excited to kind of share I mean, you guys are going to be fucking sick of me by the time, by the time we're like 70. It'd be a new level of James then too. There's always the next level, a new way to reinvent yourself. I love the creative community. I think that's something that I'm really passionate about. I love logo design, I love brand identity, but the community for me is like always being so kind to me. Um, and I always want to give back. I think I always will. So yeah, I'm pumped, pumped about it. Well, let's nerd out. So I would a lot of my students or just a lot of creatives I have conversation with, whether <clears throat> DMs at conferences, hopefully conferences again soon, yeah, emails, whatever. A lot of them are either starting their journey into freelance or they're looking to take their freelancing business more seriously with systems and processes, et cetera. You know, they're, they're tired of acting like a hobbyist and guessing it with no clear direction, just stumbling through a client relationship process. Yeah. I was hoping today we could dive deep into the weeds and nerd out about a popular Instagram post you had a while back, five important things to discuss before starting your client work. That sounds like a good one. Um, it was all my idea too. I got to just take all the credit. <laughs> but you know, you know how it is. I mean, yeah, back in my day, I'm not, I'm not super old, but you know, I think just when I say stuff like that, I mean like more when I started. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, I thought, being a creative was enough do you know what I mean I thought you know I just do it for the love of it the money's extra you know I'm here for the here for the ride kind of thing and kind of took you know a long time really like you know you I mean just I've, creative and talented it would figure itself out kind of thing yeah I think like if I, you build it they will come yeah, that yeah, that kind of thing. I thought, you know, if I just keep creating, stuff will happen. And, you know, I think to a certain degree that has been the case. But the only reason I've got to where I've got to is because of process. Um, you know, and the, the, yeah, and the reason that I'm I sleep at night is because I got a process down. You know, the reason that you know, I don't get too stressed or I don't get too overwhelmed is because I got a process, you know, and, 
you know, in the early days, you start off and you're not particularly busy, you know, so you've got those worries and then suddenly you're so busy, you haven't got time to breathe. <laughs> so you've got those worries. But I think with like, a, it's, it seems to happen super quickly. You go from hobby, creative, starting in the industry, finding your feet and then suddenly slam, smashed, absolutely busy all the time I mean that's how it kind of went for me it kind of went obviously there was like a gradual slope up you know kind of like the kind of up up down up down up down and now it's just constant on 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 but that's also because I'm always constantly pushing myself right what next logo course right write a book what's next crypto blah 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 you know so I'm always trying to keep busy and trying to keep one step ahead. You know, I always like to use the old Nokia, Nokia phone analogy, you know, like when I was younger, like everybody on the planet had a, had a Nokia 3210. You used to play snake on it all the time. Uh, <laughs> I used to love it. Um, you know, and then suddenly they sat on their laurels. They sat back, thought they had the market dominated Blackberry smash, Apple smash. And I don't know many people with a, a Nokia phone anymore. Do you know what I mean? And that's in the space of what, 15, 15 years, 20 years. So I know that seems like a long time, but it's not. It's like the same with Blockbuster, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, but they exactly. And they just slept. They just slept on it for just too long. And that's why I'm always thinking, right. One foot in the present, one foot in the future. You know, I think uh, a guy called, um, uh, he was the CFO or CEO of Disney, Bob Iger. That was it. He mentioned that in one of his um, talks I, I saw. And I thought, brilliant. That's what I'm going to do. One foot in the present, one foot in the future. Um, and then just trying to keep trying to, trying to evolve and try stuff, give it a go. So I'm going to put this back on the screen right here. I would love if we could walk through this a little bit kind of yeah so for those watching the youtubes of this oh, conversation the tubes. oh the, the tubes, tubes the tubes this is pretty powerful stuff i wish i would have seen something like this in the beginning this isn't yeah. like buy my ebook or anything like this is just free information this dude just packs into a carousel can you talk a little bit about this and we'll just go step from step and i'll stop sharing the screen here and there as you talk and then i'll jump back into the next one just because i want to show off your sexy handwriting and your design presentation hierarchy well, this is, yeah, this isn't really my handwriting. I, it is my handwriting, but in the form of a font. So that's... Uh, you made a font. Made a font, yes. I said that very English-like with my mate, you know, Set Sail Studios, Sam? Don't know if you know him. He's super sick. Super sick. This is what sick. I need to do for my own handwriting, because I thought you manually was writing all this out every time. I'm like, this dude's a psycho. I did. If you scroll down about three months earlier... And three months earlier, I used to write them all by hand. Um, you can start this if you go down. I know we're not even talking about it properly yet, but it's still further. right here. Systems and processes. How do you be yeah. more efficient in what you're <laughs> exactly. doing? Identify an, an issue within your streamlined process. Yeah, but it was taking me like two hours to write the do them by hand. And then um, I decided, yeah, it must have been about maybe... I don't know how long the font's been out about six months ago. Um, so like, yeah, so like, oh, oh, keep going. So that that's, might, that's, that's, that's written. That's okay. hand-drawn. Yeah. So when was that? 18 weeks ago. Yeah. So you can tell because it's not quite as neat. Yeah, crazy. But yeah, you have crazy stuff going on like books and life and moves that you're making. We'll talk about the book, but yeah, let's dive back into that. No, on this post. So, I mean, like, like you, I mean, this is something I wish I had 
known at the very, very beginning because it would have saved me, a, like I said, a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of worry. Um, you know, and I think I think as creatives, we have this, you know, I th- like I said, I don't think it's enough to be creative. I think to make, you know, you need to be able to make a business out of your creativity. And to be able to do that, you have to have certain things in place that allow people to trust you, um, obviously get people to work with you. Um, you know, I used to be very much, oh, I'm not going to do contracts or I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to be it's like word of mouth or you know, my word is my oath kind of thing. And, you know, it never beat me up too much, to be fair. But the, the times it did, I was like, why do I have nothing in place? You know, all it would have taken is something in place. So, yeah, if you kind of want to skip to the next slide. If it's you like you got to get burned that. in order to understand the value of a process in a system. hundred percent. You know, everything that I've got in place now is because I fucked it up before, you know, and that is a hundred percent. You know, the reason I take 75% deposit now is because I got burned when I was taking 50% deposit working with people across the world. But I suppose we'll get to so that. You're when skipping we get over down. that, bro. You're skipping over the steps. Yeah, sorry. So yeah, so ultimately, before you start anything, you know, so this is obviously once they've come to you, and they've gone, Oh, I want to work with you, there should be a certain set of processes, or certain things that you discuss before, basically, you onboard them. Expectations. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, there's there are, yeah, like, um, yeah, rules of engagement. I think that was a good film. I think, was it a good film? I can't remember. But it sounds like a good I haven't engaged with that. <laughs> very good. Um, but yeah, so I think, yeah, basically, it's to set yourself up. So you're setting yourself up so you don't fail. You know, and what you, I mean, like, as I said, like as creatives, you tend to, you know, sometimes you forget about some of these bits and pieces and then all it takes is one bad client and your whole week, your whole month might be thrown off just through one bad experience. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to stop that experience from happening. So the first thing for me, number one, design process. So obviously I'm talking from me, from my from my experience as a brand identity, as a logo designer. But I think a lot of these processes and actions can be done across in, across the industry, really. So for me, um, I lead them through my, the creative journey. You know, So the things I communicate is things like, how many options do I create you know what is my process for creating those options you know how many revisions do they get how long does the process take you know and what is their involvement in the process so basically what I'm doing is before they've committed to me and I've committed to them I'm saying this is how I work you know I think the only way you can kind of accurately price um, is if you're totally in control of the process um, so I like to, I like to work on like a flat rate for logo design, but that only works if I stick to my process. So when they come to me, I say, my, I charge 2,500 pounds. My logo work starts at 2,500, you know, and then it obviously goes up in increments from there, depending on deliverables and stuff like that. And so if I can just break down the client process, cause what you do is different than a lot of people. You just have flat fees just to protect your sanity, your time not many would all agree with that but it's about finding a process that works for you so when you start this design process chat number one with them 
do they onboard via your Instagram, then get some, which leads into a contact form on your website? Like, how does this client funnel user experience start to where you start this process with them? Yeah, and I think that's a very important question or point you raised. Like, there is no one size fits all. This works for me. You know, I'm smashing out 80 to 100 logos a year. You know, so that works for me. It gives me time to do what I do and work my process. So this might not work for you. So that's very important that there isn't one size shoe fits all. So, um, but when it comes to clients, I think I've probably got, you know, I, I would say like 40% comes through social media, but not just Instagram. That would be, I would classify that as like LinkedIn, YouTube, Dribbble, um, Pinterest, you know, Instagram, probably a fair chunk of that comes through interest, uh, through Pint, through Instagram. Do you use Behance too? No, I'm not on Behance. I am thinking in the new year of getting involved purely to be involved in the community for nothing, but for nothing else. I mean, I'm on Dribble. I don't think I've ever got any work from Dribble, you know, but I'm still there showing up you're planting seeds but the ones i want to bring up to people that i keep forgetting to mention to students is linkedin and pinterest leverage those pinterest is i get three million unique views a month wow from pinterest that'll be have to be a whole nother episode of how to like promote your work and that's taken a huge amount of time like years of posting content like the benefit thing so um we're gonna have to come back with another episode of like how do you promote and repurpose your work to these different sites at once to get maximum reach where content content is king remember that so um not queen so <laughs> um i only i only said that that is not a weird joke i just said that because i called scotty the crypto queen and he wanted to be called king just for king anybody that was prince over here like they're smart yeah. but okay so yeah. now people have filled out a form on your site right yeah so yeah, so basically they so they come to me through Instagram. I'll give them my some so some might come through Instagram. I'll give them my email address, and what they'll do is that I'll get ask them to send me a brief, send me like a little bit of a backdrop of the process, as I said, of their you know of their projects and all the rest of it. Um, and then once they've done that, I'll send them my email with my fees, you know. And as I said, like I have like three different uh, packages for logo design as well as a bespoke package where because obviously a baby giant we do web you know um, email marketing and everything so a lot of people will come in through the logo funnel but they'll end up leaving with website email marketing three years worth of social media stuff you know all the rest of it so people often people come in through the made by james funnel you know looking to spend three two, three, four, five K on brand identity, whatever it ends up being based on deliverables, but they'll leave four or five years later, having spent 60, 70 K web marketing. A nurtured relationship. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's what I think is really important. You know, that's why it's quite good to build some sort of team. If you've got one, even if you can't do it, find people that can, because if they trust you to do something, they'll trust your judgment on the other stuff and you can make cuts and money doing all the rest of that. So, so yeah, so that's basically the kind of onboarding process. But I also get 40% of my work through repeat clients, word of mouth. You know, they've worked with me. They've told their mate who's seen their stuff, go work with James. Those are my favorite. I don't even pitch. They just go, how much? I go, X. They go, right, I'm in. Yeah, no no, I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that. Um, but that's the, you know, that's the kind of 
win for me of having lots of work out in the world and constantly showing up is that I don't ever pitch for stuff ever. So when someone hits you up, fills out the contact form, you may have to, if it seems like something you're interested in, ask them to send you a brief and then you go through this process. Yeah. So yeah, basically I'll, I'll get them to just give me a little bit of insight on the project, you know, cause there's certain things I won't do. And you're not jumping on a phone call yet. You're just gathering via email to protect your time. I mean, that's, I know a lot of people who will spend hours emailing, putting PDFs together, putting proposals together. You know, they've invested sometimes days and then they haven't even spoken about prices and the guy's got $50 and you've already wasted hundreds of dollars trying to talk to them. So um, for me, that's why I like to be very upfront and have like a, st- a set price for like, I say it's a set price to start off with, but you can bespokeify it, which kind of gets tailored to your needs at the end of it. But but what it does is it, it weeds out all the people who can't afford me. I'm not wasting any time with them, not wasting any time or energy talking to them, flapping around, showing them a load of stuff. I'm only speaking to the people that are going to pay me money. That is the, Those are the only people I pay for. So I can get money in my account after maybe four or five minutes of conversations via email. Okay. Hell yeah. So that, yeah, that's, ba- that's basically it. So I've streamlined that process and that's why, you know, that's personally, that's, so that's why I feel, especially for like logo design, if you can, if you're working to your process, you know, you know, I don't, people go, what happens if Coca-Cola came to you? You know, would you have the same price? And I'm like, I don't know. Coca-Cola's never fucking come to me. BuzzSumo is the world's largest bank of social engagement data. This smart-as-heck tool is built on insight from 8 billion articles, so you can find the best-performing content, identify influencers, and supercharge your content strategy and side hustle today. BuzzSumo allows you to dive deeper into content published on the web to help you better understand which topics are engaging your creative audience right now, like maybe logo design and freelance processes and systems or working with clients, and which journalists are active in your industry or who to collaborate with in the future. Their content analyzer is one of BuzzSumo's most powerful tools, which tracks 3 million new pieces of content every day, 300 trillion engagements, 42 million websites and counting, a massive five years worth of content. It's loaded. And BuzzSumo is going to allow you to monitor your own content engagement, get slacker email alerts every time you land a link, and to stay one step ahead of the competition. Get keywords and trends delivered straight to your inbox. Head to buzzsumo.com slash side hustle to start your 30 day free trial now there's no credit card required just access to awesome data free for 30 days no strings attached that's buzz like Lightyear and sumo like the wrestler.com slash side hustle sign up for your free trial now that's what i wondered too i'm like so if bigger brands came does your process change but that's not what this is about today this is about figuring out your own process honestly i've worked with massive companies and i've worked with mum and pop shops my price has been the same for them. It takes me exactly the same amount of time. I don't charge people just because they got more money. That's for me, that doesn't sit quite right. So, um, but obviously we can go into that in a different one. So yeah. So firstly, chat to them about your process, how you work and what you're doing in that as you're kind of, you're starting to get to know each other a little bit. Cause if they're like, Oh, can I see? No, Cause my process, for example, is I like to show one, I like to put my full ass into one idea rather than half-ass loan ideas. So if they're like, well, I'd like to see a load of sketches first, I'm like, that's cool, but that's not for me. 
you probably want to go somewhere else because that's not my process. So if they ever want me to move my process, I also know that it's not a project for me. Yeah, that's cool. And that's fine. That's absolutely not a problem. I think you've got to stick to your guns. You've gotten to the place you've earned the opportunity to do that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't always like that. It was, I used to, I used to do unlimited revisions, Scotty. I used to bend over backwards too. Yeah. Unlimited revisions. And luckily it never beat me in the ass too much until it did. And I was like, no more, (laughs) no more of that. So that kind of takes you on to this number two, actually, which is basically who owns what. And I think this is quite an interesting one for designers and creators, because from my point of view, obviously, depending on how your process goes. But say if I have like two or three failed concepts before, I do four rounds of revisions, basically. So if they don't like the first one, we'll chat about it, we'll talk about it. But, and then we go on. The client only owns the final design. They don't own anything else. They don't own the two failed concepts before that. They are owned by me. And I think clarifying that, throughout the process that before the process starts is really really important um because a you can make money out of those not they might not be quite right for them but they could be right for somebody else i've never i've never personally sold um a previous design but i have looked at them and used those as inspiration for other clients you know i've never duplicated them and said here do you here you go uh, but People can do that. I know, for example, there are people like my mate Alan Peters, for example, he might, you know, create like 20 to 50 different concepts at the beginning, but they only own the kind of final design, which is right, because he can then reuse those other designs and, you know, he could sell those if he wanted to because he's creating so many different concepts. So he's quick with it with his process. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's a good buddy. He's a a great great yeah great guy um you know that's a classic example he he he'll his process is totally different to mine you know but we still make a living out of both make a living out of logo design i think that's the beauty of it there isn't one size fits all it's whatever works for you but i think like these things that we're chatting about probably should be a part of your process not doesn't matter how you create stuff there's this is all the stuff you do before that protects you, I think, should be done by a lot of creatives. And this one is like, you know, you know, do, you know, knowing what the client owns after it, you know, so they don't go, oh, can I have that? Can I have that too? Oh, can I have that too? Like, no, you only get the one that you liked because you paid for it. Everything else is mine. Then you're allowed to share it, use it, you know, whatever. It's it's quite an important one. And this is all done on the phone because they went through the first phase, you shot them your flat rates via email. They pass checkpoint number one. Checkpoint number two, you're going through the design process, these five things on a call, right? To build that relationship. So so, the, so this number two will generally happen. Yeah, so we might have had a call at this stage, but this will all be within like my SOW, which is my statement of work. So this is basically before the deposit's paid. Okay. I didn't know if you're like on a phone call, walking them through this with some kind of presentation so they can ask questions along the way. No, I don't walk them through. Again, I'm trying to kind of save time. I mean, my essay. Okay. Even more streamlined. That's that's yeah. good to know. Cause I was thinking this is the stuff you'd walk through a call. If they okayed the pitch that you sent them or the um, flat fee overview, 
And you're like, okay, let's jump on a call. But no, you have like a second. No, so basically they go, so I've sent them my prices. They go, yes, I like that. I go, right, let's book you in. Here's email number two. Here's email number two, copy, paste. Here's the stuff you got to do, you know. <laughs> it's just templated emails, okay. Exactly, yeah. Um, and so what I do is once they've onboarded, and obviously it goes through like, I know we go on to like deposits and stuff after this one, but all of this is also reiterated, you know. So I've talked them through like, this is how I work, you know. Then we kind of, it's all kind of detailed within the SOW, which is like a four-page I think five page PDF, the last page is the one they sign, but it basically breaks down, you know, all of these things, you know, timelines, the deliverables, the pricing, who owns what, you know, terms of conditions, um, you know, rights to share, yada, 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 yada. I love that. You're just two emails deep already getting them to sign something. You haven't been on a call yet. No, no, but I've, I've, I think, I think the, but I believe I can kind of not necessarily get away with that, but because I'm... I feel like that's exactly what it is. You've built up the demand. You can get away with this and protect your time and energy. You can do it. Yeah, and I, th- I yeah, so I, yeah, I probably can get away with it, but it's because I've invested hundreds of thousands of hours. You're not necessarily hundreds of thousands, but tens of thousands of hours constantly being open and honest, constantly sharing my process, constantly sharing stuff on Instagram. You know, they can go onto YouTube and watch my whole process and in a case study. You have social proof and trust already developed from years of pouring into your craft and building your brand. Like you have trust. People buy and hire those they know, like, and trust. It's marketing one-on-one. Yeah, my digital footprint is pretty sound. You know, they can go Google reviews and see... 50 good reviews you know they can go and see the book they can go and see, see social media they can go onto linkedin they can go to my websites everywhere it's all aligning so and a lot of the people do a lot of people i work with have followed me on instagram you know for two or three years knowing one day that they'll want something and they'll want me to do it you know and so they've already kind of been taken on that journey and it becomes like Oh yeah, I want a P. I want him to do it because I like his process and I like how he works. And I, so all these everybody kind of thinks I do all this stuff for social media, and I, obviously I do do it to help other designers and stuff like that. But the majority of the content I put out there, whether it's a logo or anything like this, even this payment process client stuff, I'm communicating to all of my potential future clients. This is this is James. This is how he does it. If you like it, great. If you don't, not a problem. Do you know what I mean? So by the time we're chatting, they're already on board. Every piece of content for you is planting a seed for a future job, as well as building credibility and authority. That's in an opportunity that could bud from it one day. That's why I teach students, plant your seeds. When you're not planting seeds, you have nothing to reap one day. Yeah, there is strategy behind the beard, um, which is always which is always good. There should be, though. This isn't just to show up and wing it kind of shit, you know, and expect your creative dream to blossom overnight. Because I just create every day. I'm like, there's got to be a level of intentionality from a hobbyist to a professional. And I did wing it for a long time and got away with it. But as soon as I started implementing decent processes, proper structure, productivity went up, sales went up, money went up. Yeah. You plateau. You can get away with it for only so long. And that was me for like the first four years. I was winging shit. I didn't have processes and systems. Then I had a kiddo. I'm like, oh my God, okay. Exactly. System, systems rule. So yeah, so payment wise, I mean, due to my process, obviously, 
you know, I like to kind of present one idea and often, you know, not often, but sometimes maybe 50% of the time that option is right. They love it. And that's it. You know, there's no other work done after that, which is great for me. But the reason I do 75% is because I would say uh, probably 80% of my clients are all around the world. Um, So what I got stung a few times, maybe four or five years ago, where I would obviously get 50% up front, do my process, share one design, never hear from them ever again because they've kind of got the idea. They really like it. And they're like, paid half price. Uh, yeah, I've paid half price. So, and again, I didn't have a contract bet then. I didn't have an SOW. So in my SOW now, it's like you only own. So you were SOL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So basically, yeah, very good. Um, basically, um, in my contracts now, it says you don't own the work that I create until you pay the final amount. I never had that in the early stages. It was like, oh, I'm a creative, you know, they'll pay me to do this work if they like it. And as I said, 95% of people do. 5% of people, uh, I was going to say something rude, but I won't. But, you know, they, they like to take the mic or a little bit. But so now basically because of my process, you know, I've refined that, you know, and I'm still refining my processes all the time. You know, I do 75% up front and there's no wiggle room on that. Um, if somebody goes, well, can we do 50, 50? I'm like, no, sorry. This is, this is my, I'm not the guy. Yeah. This, yeah. You can, you can, you can honestly go anywhere else you want to. Um, you know, luckily I'm at a stage now where I don't have a problem with kind of getting the work. And if I do find myself not getting the work, I've got loads of other work to do, like build logo courses and do other stuff. So it's kind of not a problem, but you know, I'm fully booked. You know, I've got people already paid their 75% deposit. Now they paid it last month and they're not booked until March. Do you know what I mean? So from my point of view, it's really, it's, it's quite humbling because they trust me that much to invest that with, you know, it's still quite a long way away, but like I said, it's taken me <clears throat> 16 years to get to where I am and then lots and lots of content to build up that trust and stuff. It's a patient build. It's like you can't build an empire overnight. You can't. No, 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 no. And I, I think that's, I think that's sometimes the big issue that a lot of creators will, will find and they'll stumble over is they, they might get to year one, year two and not really see any results. You know, maybe even year three, you know, I didn't make any money for two, three years. I didn't make great money for almost eight years. I showed a loss for my first four years of my business. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think, I think that's what people kind of get disheartened by it. And I think that's when, you know, there is, there's usually, as you say, that three, four year mark where it's like make or break. I have a stick this stick at it or I change it up. A lot of people change out. I know people who've given up. I get messages on the gram saying, oh, I'm six months in. I've only had two clients. And I say, well, that's two more clients than I had for the first six months. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I think, you know, there's just, there's such a need to have everything quick. You know, you see someone on social media doing well. It's the society we live in, man. We're promised microwavable results when really it's delayed gratification is the key in this game. A hundred percent. Let's, uh finish through these last two so that we can get to the big news and you know let people know where they can snag it so number four deliverables and this is a really important one because this is actually a really fantastic way of making more money so i always 
in the SOW as well, in the contract, what do they get for their money? So whether it's a logo package, identity package, deep dive package, I list the things they get. They get the logo, they get it in this format, blah, 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 you know, or if they ask for like a business card or some corporate stationery or an animation, it's all listed. So basically what happens is, you know, we've all been there and then somebody goes, oh, I thought you were going to do me a business card for this price. And you sit there and go, did I tell them that? I can't remember if I told them that. Probably. Well, I'll just do it anyway. I used to do so much free shit for people just because I just couldn't be asked with the hassle of saying no. Do you know what I mean? But now I basically outline absolutely everything, all in email, all in the SOW. So if they say, you said you do this, I can go, well, if you actually look on the 15th of December at four o'clock in the afternoon, I told you what we're going to go and you sign this in the SOW. And they go, oh, yeah. Basically, some people try and take the mickey a little bit. Be sneaky. Yeah, but what you do, well, I use that as I, I use that as leverage. I go, look, it's not, it wasn't within the original in the original scope, but I can do that for an extra two hundred quid. I can do this for an extra four hundred and fifty. And the amount of times I've made maybe sometimes a grand with add-ons, you know, or actually maybe I do fancy animation now. Dum 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 dum. You keep building it up. So, and you can only do that if you're really strict you know on what they're getting i mean this is how you make money as well i make i know how much money i make on each project because i know what i'm doing if i'm adding in freebies it's like i'm buying a burger at a restaurant but i actually want some bacon on that you know i want some cheese on my fries you know it's just just add-ons yeah and i want five five packs of barbecue sauce you know and four drinks you know i mean so you know all these little bits add on you know if you're making an extra 20, 30, 40 quid here on each project and you've got 100 projects, you know, you're talking four grand, you know, just by charging for your time. Um, so that is why it's really important to um, talk about deliverables. Um, yeah, this this is my favourite one. And something that not a lot of, especially for a logo designer, you know, but I think it also would applies to quite a lot of like the creative illustration, art-based photographers, whatever it is out there, is within your SOW or with, you know, and this should usually be signed, which is why I, should, I say it should be within some sort of form of a contract, um, you know, the right to share the work. So, for example, with the book that came out, with, you know, my social media posts, every single client before I start the work signs a little signs it and within that they allow me to basically share the work i can share that work at any stage anytime during the process on anything you know i get to, obviously they own they own the design but i am allowed to share it as a part of my portfolio i'm allowed to use it as a self-promotional tool i'm allowed to use it to kind of you know market myself basically um and that's why you know but obviously I will have a chat with my clients, you know, before, you know, and before, even after the client, even, even if they've signed it and the project is finished, I will ask them, are you happy for me to share? And, you know, a lot of the time they'll go, yep, yeah, no problem, uh, which is great. Um, if they, sometimes they might not be launching for a year and, and they'll say, look, I'm not launching until I got a client at the moment who I did some work for yeah, eight months ago and they're not launching until April. So they're like, 
the product launches in April. Would you mind waiting until then once we've got trademarks and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, not a problem. Again, communicating. But what that, what the, um, what that little, the right to share bit within your, you know, SOW or within your communication allows is you, the kind of, you know, you can share it on your website. Your client can't go, why are you sharing that? I said no. And you can go, well, you sign this, you know, and they're like, oh, I didn't read it. Well, that's not my problem if you didn't read it. Do you know what I mean? You know, so basically what it does, it just kind of just makes your bed. You know, I can sleep very well at night with all these five things in place because everybody knows my process. I can share the work whenever I want. I've got my 75% up front, you know, everything's everybody's happy with my process they're happy to work with me the way i want to work therefore i have good days more often than not and that's basically what it comes down to is all this all this kind of prelim reducing headaches oh being able to sleep at night you know i i didn't i only had a contract i only started kind of written contracts maybe a couple of years ago maybe three years ago and because i just used to do it you know it'll be okay nothing's gone wrong yet you know, and nothing luckily ever did go massively wrong. But ever since I've had it in place, you know, you know, just having all this stuff outlined allows me just to enjoy my weekends, enjoy my time off. If a bad client comes in, I'm like, this SOW has got you covered, mate. So you can be a bigger twat as you want, but I'm in control here, you know, and I think that's what it is. It's the control element of creativity that, you know, I suffered with originally, but now I don't. So it's good creates control, puts control in your favor and creates boundaries. Very important ones. So speaking of like things going outside of your control for unforeseen circumstances. <laughs> we segued that one now, didn't we? Yeah. yeah well done. Unintentional, Scott right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what I'm really, really stoked about is your upcoming book. You had a lot going on, a lot on your plate. And I want to make sure we get a chance to like give this justice you know, uh, what people can expect, what happened with it. Why have we had to reschedule this so many times? Um, but yeah, like shill us a little bit. I feel like we've given a lot of value and if people want more on like your logo process and more tips and tricks all in one curated spot, like this is it. What, oh, this? Yes. Show it up there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't really like doing it that much, but there you go. So this is actually the only copy that I've got at the moment because, and I'll talk, I'll give you a little sneaky, sneaky. Ooh, look at the flash sheets, you know, but there's a lot of, a lot of cool stuff in there about process, dealing with clients, routines, habits, work processes and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you were saying, it was supposed to be out already, you know, like we've, we've, you know, you've been a blessing, you know, you've been able to kind of reschedule this multiple times for me because, yeah, the book was supposed to launch in early November, then it was late November. And, you know, now I've been told it's not going to be until the 1st of Feb. Yeah, 1st of February 2022. But the funny thing is, there are people in Australia, there are people in New Zealand who have already got it, who are reading it, who are leaving epic, you know, epic um, reviews, which is awesome. Um so, yeah, I mean, for me, it's just starting to become a little bit real now. You know, for a long time, it was just me and my book and the publishers who kind of knew about it. You know, obviously, I'd spoken about it. It was coming out. 
But until it's actually out there and being read by other people out of your control, you know, so I could give a copy to my wife and she could read it. But now there's actually people buying it, um, which is bonkers. You know, it's done really well in pre-orders as well. So, yeah, it's just full of, it's basically, yeah, I've kind of labelled it as my oldest guide to creativity and logo design. But it's everything I've learned, the processes, how I messed up my past, you know, how to beat creative block, how to, you know, come up with ideas, um, you know, how to have longevity. What we talked about today, but on steroids. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I only had 30,000 words, which seems like a lot, but I think I wrote close to 90, 100,000. So I had to kind of, um, but, you know, I actually, I still say the same amount, but just with less babble you know, which I like to do. So um, I'm, I'm just glad it's out there because it's the, you know, I, it's the kind of friend I needed when I was starting in the industry. You know, there's a lot of stuff in there that if I had read that a decade ago, you know, I would have had a lot smoother ride and probably gone a little bit further, a little bit quicker. So it's a bait. I haven't used it as a self-promotional tool. There's a little bit about me in there, but it's basically helping other designers. So yeah, I'm just pumped for people to get it. Um, I'm, so, I'm very proud of it. Very proud of it. So being that this episode drops late January, when can everybody get their little hungry phalanges on it? <laughs> hungry phalanges. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so basically it releases on the first. I mean, you can pre-order now from now, but obviously this is going to come out in January. So, if you pre-order now, um, you should you should expect it within the next couple of weeks. I'd imagine if it if it releases on the first of Feb, um, you know I am tied by shipping, COVID, crap, all that stuff. So like a supply chain backup. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's been. I mean, there's a shortage of cardboard for God's sake. You know, I haven't been told otherwise, and at the moment. 1st of February is the release date. Um, and so everybody should be getting it from then. I'm a little nervous, even though it's already out in Down Under in Australia and there's lots of good reviews and everything's going well. I just, it's just one of those things. I just want it out and done now. Just want, not not done so I can drop it, just done so I can just breathe a little bit. Because there's still that kind of like, has it happened yet? Has it forward, back, forward, back? But yeah, I'm pumped, mate. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm super proud where can people get it online and then where can people go to follow you online and support you as well? Where can get that book and where can they support you? So if you just type in made by James into Google, the book will come up, which is awesome. Uh, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Waterstones, Booktopia. It's available in a multitude of um, online shops. Um, and you can also go into the shop and get it if you want, which would be cool, which I'm going to do. Um, I might just go in and just sign them randomly and just leave it and just see if somebody goes, goes and grabs it. Um, but yeah, and if you want to follow me or find out more about me or come and join the ride, you know, online, Made by James, Instagram, Made by James, YouTube, Made by James, LinkedIn, Made by James, Pinterest. So as I said, just type in Made by James and this face, this one, will um, will appear and just push that follow. Um, and it'll be fun. You know, I won't let you down. I'll keep sharing. You know, I'm not I'm not going anywhere. I've got a lot, a lot to give. So um, and I'm happy to do it. So it's exciting. Well, I'm stoked to get my hungry little phalanges on this one too. I'll be rocking it. 
It'll probably sit somewhere. I need like something to go right here. It seems so empty. Maybe a cool little bookshelf of all the homies' books with maybe a cool plant. Well, maybe just maybe just a shrine. A shrine. A, yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you a really good picture of me. Maybe I'll send you a nice candle. Um, and then you can candle with a beard on it. Somehow. Yeah, there you go. Just scented. Wild brand. Scented, scented like oh, my God. beard. This is this is James's beard balm. <laughs> Sandalwood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've got a good, nice little gift to send you once, um, once I get some copies of the book that isn't this one. So, um, yeah, I'm just excited, Scotty. Excited. They shall be cherished forever. Well, I really, really appreciate you. I'm assuming we'll probably talk again tomorrow or the next day. I'm going to text you. I've got, I've got some crypto knowledge on you. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll hook up another one on one session over here. I don't just coach side hustlers, y'all. No, get, get on, get on, Coach Scotty Crypto Hustle. That's what Co- I would do. Coach Crypto Hustle. <laughs> yeah, do that. that. That's that's the new side hustle. So I still side hustle outside of my main hustle. One foot in the present, one foot in the future. Remember that. Who knows what's moving exactly. forward? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. much love to you, brother. It's always a pleasure, and thank you so much for always dropping dimes on my audience. Like we sincerely appreciate you. Yeah, I love you too, and I love everybody. So. Um, yeah, appreciate you having me on again. And yeah, we'll we will chat soon, no doubt. All right, homie. Peace. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Made by James, James Martin. Do what you do best. If you found value in what he had to say today, go blow him up on Instagram, Twitter, wherever he's at, and share with him your biggest takeaways. And go buy his damn book. This thing is gonna be loaded. James, you deserve all the love and appreciation that comes your way after this. And you can find the full episode information containing all links as well as to his books and the references that we talk about in the show notes within your current podcast listening app. Again, episode 246. And as I sign off, I got to give a huge podcast shout out to the team, Anya, Paige, Hannah, Jared, and Bluka for making this show possible. And big shout out to you. I want to continue to encourage you to keep showing up, keep putting in the work and keep creating. You got this. And just so you know, I haven't fully announced this yet, but I'm going to take two months off of the podcast for the first time in like ever. I'm taking off March as well as April. And we will see what happens coming back in April as I want to get this new live streaming set up and format ready to go. So stay tuned, get updated via email or through social media to understand where things are going to be popping off next and when I'm coming back. So love you. Thanks for understanding. Peace out.